come to save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. And for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. Hey, we're back again. And uh, check out our digs, man. Look at that. Ooh, got a fire going. Yeah, a little fire going in the, well, that's not even in the fireplace. Robbie's that's kitchen. Kind of, Looks yeah. a lot better last week. <laughs> oh, she was cooking something. She tried to cook Steak something. timer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, you know what? There are over one million house fires every year. And of that, of those one million home fires that, that uh, exist every year in the United States, 3,000 people die. Oof. Not not because they got burnt from yeah, smoke. Smoke inhalation. Smoke inhalation yep. is what kills them. So uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, smoke detectors today and, and get into that and make sure that you have these set up around your house. We're going to tell you how to do it and, uh, and where to put them and all that stuff and what kind to get. That, that's the important right. thing, too. So uh, first up, we yes. want to make sure that you hit the subscribe button and click on the bell and let us know. Uh, you know, you can leave notes down at the bottom there and we'll answer any questions you've got. But uh, mm -hmm. subscribe and like uh, and click on the bell so that, that way you'll get notified next time we post a new video. And Absolutely. with that, uh, there's that two night, types. What's Niles, that? Niles Design Center. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Niles Design District also. You uh, want to thank them for helping uh, sponsor the show. Just go to NilesDesignDistrict.com and their information's also uh, below get there. between everything. There yeah. we go. You got you all lined up. Yeah, yeah. I was I was all in the <laughs> Niles thing, so had to move over. All right. So, like you were First saying, up. yeah. There's like two basic two types of smoke detectors. Right. And and you've got ionized white and not white. <laughs> <laughs> there's ionization smoke alarms, and what what are those doing? Read that. Ionization. Read those are actually uh, more responsive to flaming fires. Uh huh. Um, so those actually have a uh, like small part. amount of small amount of radioactive material in them, and then when they get stimulated, it changes the flow of electricity, which then triggers the alarm. The ions so. between the two plates that mm -hmm. it, it, it slows them down and, and redirects them, and so then they're not. Uh, yeah. So then they they trigger the alarm. And the other kind is photoelectric smoke, and those are better for smoky fires which is kind of like what's on your side over there um, which is i would assume most fires i mean if you correct. have a, an immediate flame that means somebody gas bombed your house that's right <laughs> yeah yeah you know but no typically uh, a fire whether it's a mattress or clothing or or draperies those you know even from a space heater those are going to be smoldering fires oh, for a I long time before they actually you know, because until you get to that flash point at 1800 degrees yeah you'll have smoke so Obviously, that's going to tell you that a photoelectric smoke detector probably would be the best for that type of a situation. Um, but the NFPA does recommend that you have both. Right. And now what I would do is I would put the ionization one down by my furnace, something that could have wrapped with a major gas leak, something like that, where you have more immediate flame and almost no smoke. Right. There you go. That's that, as long as yeah. you've got a gas or oil burning fireplace. Well, this thing, if you put an ionization one near your kitchen, yeah, then you it may go off 
and give you annoyances. Right. Unless you treat it as a steak timer and <laughs> fill the kitchen with smoke. Photoelectric <laughs> might be a problem too. So that, that, that's a perfect segue then, Rich, into uh, where should they go? Do you, do you put them right over the stove? Uh, probably not. No, but that's tricky. You, you, you know, the funny thing is the code, code is real simple. You know, they just tell you that it's a minimum of one in each sleeping quarter within 15 feet outside of them, one on each floor. You know, now it's one in the attic. Uh, some of that, but the other thing is you want to look at ceiling heights, you know, smoke rises. Sure. So you want to put them at a higher place. And a lot of codes, municipalities will say one foot from the ridge line. Yeah. Well, if you don't have a ladder to reach that in a cathedral ceiling or something, then that, that becomes a trick in itself as well. Right. So. Right. Right. So uh, where you put them, you know, it's the quick, easy thing, top and bottom of every staircase and every sleeping room. And then uh, we always put one in the fire where the furnace is. If there's a furnace mm -hmm. room, we always put them in a furnace room. If there's a furnace on each level, they go into each furnace room. So right. um, that's so just staircases and bedrooms are, are usually the, the best bet. Right. That, that's where, well, that's but where code requires them. Mm -hmm. but yeah. We'll so them in basically the it, it's, it says that your minimum, your smoke alarm must be installed inside every sleeping room. In addition to requiring them outside each sleeping room, which is usually within 15 feet of the doors, but you have to have one on every level. So that's your minimum. Right. But what Ron's alluding to is, you know, smoke detectors are pretty inexpensive. Even if they're not, let's say they're 70 bucks a piece for the really good ones. Yeah. They save, they're more than 50% effective. Right. Otherwise, you have <laughs> yeah. smoke, the alarms go off, they're interconnected, you wake up, you get out of the house. Right. Otherwise, you die in your sleep. So it's pretty simple. Right. Right. Exactly. So um, the, the, how do we power these up now? There's a bunch of different options. You can see right here, this is a wired one with a battery mm -hmm. backup. So yeah, I mean, at the bare minimum, you can go to the store and buy one that's just plain battery operated that is not interconnected. Right. And that's gonna probably be for a good part of 30 to 40% of the housing stock in this country, mm -hmm. whether it's rental home, your own home, or an apartment. Yep. Because you don't have pre-wire for smoke detectors and yep. you can't interconnect them because you don't have the traveler. Correct. So buy the battery ones, and yes, you have to replace the batteries every six months, right? That's the annoyance. Right. But like you said, the best thing that we have going right now, 110 volt, battery backup, right. interconnected. Right. And, and every, go ahead. And every, like you said, in every room. But the, what some of the designs now, um, the, the BRK series that, that we tend to install, even if you have it, you wouldn't need to update it and put one in every bedroom. You can take one that's wired, and then the rest of them would be battery operated, and then they now will re-interconnect with your Wi-Fi, and they'll interconnect with each other. So you can now put them in every room, even if your house wasn't originally designed that way, mm -hmm. and and then interconnect them with the ones that are battery or that are wired, and now you've got full protection throughout your whole house that way. So the the BRK series ones that we use a lot on our job sites work well, and now you don't have to pre-wire and go back and wire them in, which they were making us do. Every time mm -hmm. you pull a permit, they made you up, update your fire protection system. So now we were having to pull wires through every bedroom and, and, and interconnect the whole thing, and it got to be pretty expensive. So if you well, can get the wire ranch where you could just crawl through the attic and it was no yeah. big deal. Yeah. But unfortunately, so, not so simple. 
Right. Well, interconnected with with this wire wise, but don't they have them interconnected wirelessly too? Correct. Like that's a, what like I was a, talking a, about. Like a Nest. Yeah, that's something. what he's doing. Correct. The BRKs. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So those. But that's are real actually wireless. that's only in the last two years. Two three years. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, because I know even in the house that I live in right now, I had to replace my two smokes, one by each end of the house. That's all I've got. Right. I could not find, and mine are not, mine are 110 volt battery backup, but they are not interconnected. Yep. And I could not find a wireless to go between that I could just hook up or even to my Wi-Fi, other than now going to subscription services. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, you, you know. You can you get know, like alarm.com alarm. and all them, but right. they want to do your monitoring and all that at 17, 18 bucks a month and, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. And you don't need that if you go with the other versions that'll connect directly to yours. And they probably still come with an app for your phone then. Oh, yeah. No, they, they're they all doing that stuff now. Nest, uh, we installed the Nest products. They're about twice as much as any other product you're going to find out there. Uh, but you do get uh, carbon monoxide and smoke in the same unit, and it has mm -hmm. both types of ionization and photoelectric in, in that same unit. In so, one. In one. Yeah. So it's like three, it's three products in one. So you're paying a little bit more for it. It, it. You can get them battery only or wired with a battery backup system. And then that interconnects with your thermostat and you got it on your phone and you can see how everything's going and where everything's at. So Okay, um, so biggest problem that most people really hate with these things is having to replace the battery every six months. At three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, of course, because there's a little computer that knows what time it is. Yep. So is there a way about we don't have to change the battery every six months? Sure. They do come with a 10-year battery now, too. So you can, you can buy one with the 10-year battery in it. You don't have to worry about that. When that thing starts going off, that means it needs to be replaced anyway because they need to be replaced every 10 years, which... Now, sonars, eat, quick, quick, put that up there for us. There is a date on the back. So when you take it down to change your battery, look at the date. If it's more than 10 years ago, it needs to be replaced. That means it's right. no longer going to work properly. Your smoke detector is only good for 10 years. Correct. Now, the funny thing is, you know, my in-laws, my wife actually went over and changed the batteries of my in-laws because they were chirping. So she went the other day. She pushed the little door and the battery pops out and she puts a new nine bolt in there and closes the door. Uh-huh. Shouldn't have to take it down. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what I mean? So, of, yeah. like, a lot of them you did have to because the battery compartment was on the back, but now they're right. making them where you don't have to take them down. Yeah, they just slide right in the side. But you sort of need to do that every once in a while. You need to check them. So the other thing is, if it's beeping, you replace the battery, it's still beeping. That's another indication that it's timed out. Life, The, the, life, uh, the lifetime of that unit is now expired and that's why it's beeping it's not because of the bad battery or anything like that it's just it's been 10 years and it it's uh ran through its life cycle make so. sure you didn't put the battery in backwards first but then yes I would. Agree with <laughs> you, you should test it every time you change the battery every time you really yeah. should you should take them and look at them and, and check the days don't just replace the batteries especially if you've been in your house for let's say six years you know what i mean and they were there when you got there you have no idea. And we were laughing about it before we started the show, but there's two types, right? The white and the non-white. Correct. Well, if like yours are so one. old that they've yellowed, like this there's one. a good chance. And here's the other side. If there's no date on the back. Yep. Yep. I find those. Out. Yeah. I find those a lot too. So right. that means that it, it was, it, it's got to be at least 15 years old if it doesn't have a, exactly. a, so a date. Exactly. So it was bad to begin with. Correct. So, 
Hopefully that covers you on smoke detectors. There's yep. one thing you should look for in every house. Do you hear that? <laughs> no. You don't hear it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you hear that, get out. Go and where would where do we want to put? The, everyone should have at least one of these in their house. You should and, always have one of those in your house. It's actually not a bad idea to have two. They should always be ABC. Right. That way you don't have to analyze the fire before you attack it. And but the big thing is always put them next, keep put them. No, 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 no. Put them underneath the kitchen sink, right. down in the basement, <laughs> underneath the workbench. No. Under the couch. Under the couch. Yeah. No. Where should we put these, Rich? Always buy an exit. I know they're not attractive, but always buy an exit. Mm -hmm. The idea being is that if there's a fire somewhere and you run to the exit to grab the fire extinguisher, you turn around and the fire's too big, you just back out the exit. Just keep going. You put it in the basement, you could trap yourself in the fire, you know, so you don't want to do that. Right. The kitchen I don't have a problem with, but you really, most kitchen fires are something on top of the stove. Right. Baking soda works. Put the lid on the thing. Do not ever throw water at it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. And and buy an buy an exit because it's also an entrance. I mean, you go into the room and there's a fire, you would probably want your fire, <laughs> your fire extinguisher next to you when right. you realize there's a fire in the room. Exactly. exactly. So that's the whole point. You don't want to trap yourself going into the house mm -hmm. to get a fire extinguisher. You want to make sure you're on your way out anyway. Yeah. Egress is the most important thing with dealing with fires in your house. Right. It do mm -hmm. don't don't try to throw buckets of water on it. Don't try. I mean, yeah, it's a little fire of, of, of it's no smaller than maybe a, a softball or something. Sure. Put put it out. Pick right. it up. If it's in a garbage can, pick it up and, and put it out. If it's larger than a basketball, you need to get out of out of your house because it goes it's, it's going to be too quick everything fast, in yeah. your house is made of uh some sort of oil or right. uh <laughs> anything uh, even yeah. polyester couches and things oh, yeah. they don't burn like we said before they smolder yep so you you and smoke inhalation so get out right get right. out let let the professionals come and and, and save your your tv right don't don't try to do it for yourself and, right. you know, uh, don't be one of those 3,000 people every year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right. get out of the house. Stay low. Yep. Get out. It... So we'll end this with one thing. There's one other type of smoke detector we didn't talk about, which is your combo, which is the smoke and carbon monoxide detector. Yep. So tune in next week. We're going to talk about carbon monoxide detectors, where they should be, and why you need to think of them a little differently as well. The silent killer, carbon monoxide. So uh, make sure to subscribe, click on that bell, and uh, until next week, how about we Keep do this? Keep it square and level. Keep it square. Until next time. <laughs> Cut. All right, do that again. <laughs> so professional. <laughs> Ain't we, though? <laughs> <laughs>